0: Hello and welcome back to another Smashing Year 12 podcast. You're here with Bella and I'm here to talk to you guys today a little bit about creative writing. Um, so this is a very rushed podcast um, recorded and made for you guys based on the fact that for the Victorian students, most of you will be sitting a creative writing SAC and assessment very soon whether it's uh, you've, done, you've set the draft sack today um, or it will be coming up in the next few days and a good copy sack will be um, set within the week. So I've had a lot of really rushed questions about um, creative writing and I wanted to kind of put together a few bits and pieces that will hopefully make this task simpler Um, I know a lot of people really dislike creative writing because it's too fluffy and too all over the place, really. Um, And I guess I want to say that that's probably, it would be a great idea to try and perceive that to be the better part of it. Um, You know, essay writing is very structured and very rigid, and when it comes to the creative writing piece, it's 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 a space that you can really You know, uh, express yourself and be let yourself kind of write freely and think freely. Um, But in saying that, there are also some parameters that you do need to set, uh, put in place for creative writing. So, let's talk about the aim of creating creative writing. The aim is really to demonstrate and test your knowledge um, around the text uh, for the students in Shepparton you'll be studying, um, it is the golden age. And for the students in Aubrey-Wodonga, oh, you'll be studying the, um, in Cold Blood it is. So when, so the creative is centered around a specific text and your job is to essentially create a piece that aligns with, the text you're studying and best reflects the ideas from the text that you're studying. So the first thing to really think about is obviously what text are you studying? You've got to make sure that you can align it to the text. But the first thing really you have to think about is what style you want to um, mould the creative into. So a lot of students um, tend to, well, from what I've heard this year, they're writing chapters. Um, so, you know, extra chapters for the text that they're studying. Um, and this is great. Chapters, additional chapters are really good. Um, I've seen students write monologues, I've seen student uh, monologues of characters, monologues meaning, um, like internal voice, I guess, or a self voice, individual voice. Um, or they've done journal entries, or they've done Um, letters, things like that, that um, allow them to write creatively and touch on the key ideas and concepts within the text. So whichever piece that you choose, whichever style you choose to write on the text, that's totally fine. But it's really important that you align them to the themes. Now, the themes and the symbols in your, um, the text you're studying, the initial text, You need to have a really good understanding of those things so that you can reflect them in your creative piece. Um, The themes for the golden age, I've heard light and dark, um, there's life and death. You could talk about um, life stages and development. And if we look at um, In Cold Blood, Themes can centre around criminality, uh, the American dream, um, put me on the spot a little bit here. But you get my point that you should be aware of the array of themes for those texts um, based on your studies in English class. If you need some more ideas of these, I would heavily, heavily recommend that you jump onto online and have a look at um, websites like Cliff Notes, sparknotes lit charts shmoop those kinds of websites all they need is a www. at the start and a .com at the end um, i will put a post up on our lit channel as well just to point you guys to those websites so you've got the right spelling um, but jumping onto those sites basically they host a lot of information and insight into the text that you're studying in english um, and you can find Pretty much all texts on those sites uh, or, you know, spread across those sites, um, being that they are pieces of literature that are studied, uh, that have been studied in in English class since the dawn of time kind of thing. Um, so definitely jump onto those as well. Have a squeeze at the themes for the text you're looking at. Um, and the symbols and get, a, get an understanding of what the author is trying to, what devices the author is trying to use to best demonstrate those themes and symbols. By that what I mean is if the author is, if the theme is fear, for example, and the author is constantly reflecting on individual feelings, That might be a good idea. It might be, that might be a good point to try and integrate into your own creative piece. And how you do that is completely up to you. It's completely independent. But it's all about making sure that you demonstrate your understanding of the themes of the text through your own piece and focus on how these themes and symbols are represented and integrate that into your own writing. I hope that makes sense. Um, so some important steps to creative writing. Now, like I said, this is creative writing is very um, fluid and very expressive um, and all those good things, I think all those good things, um, but some important steps for creative writing uh, are as follows. First of all, it's so, so, so important that you have a plan for your creative piece and and when it comes to planning, you need to make sure that you understand the length and duration of your piece in reflection of the text itself, the original text itself, but also in, in response to how long you have to write the piece. So it's really easy in creative writing when you get into the sack to kind of just go for gold. And sometimes it's hard to rein in um. Reign in your thoughts. Reign in your ideas. Uh, the students in creative writing sacks who do, who get the uh, lower lower marks, are the ones who don't finish because they don't know how to finish. So, when it comes to planning your creative piece, of course, draft, draft, draft your work. Keep um, writing drafts to make sure that you're practicing, um, practicing the creative, yes, but also practising writing as well and practise this in t- under timed conditions as well because in the sack you're going to have to sit um, it in timed conditions. So it's really important that you replicate that kind of situation. Um, plan for the length. Make sure your plan for your creative piece has an intro, a middle and an end and a conclusion and align those key points to the original text. By that I mean if you are writing a chapter, an additional chapter for the original text, for the original book, make sure that when you start the chapter it fits into the right section you want it to fit into within the original book. And when you end the chapter, you fit it into the end of that uh, you fit it into that section of the original text so that it runs smoothly into the next chapter or it might be the end of um, the story in itself. So planning needs to be prioritised for this. You need to know when you're, how you're starting, how you're finishing um, and what happens in the middle. Think of it as when you're in, like, as like when you're in primary school and you had to write um, short narratives, so short stories, and your teachers would give you those sheets of paper that have, you know, the setting, the characters, start, middle, end, and you'd have to break it down into that kind of format. Think of it like that. That's probably the best, best, best way to to plan it. And don't, um, and to align with that, I guess, important step, I really, really like to say don't bite off more than you can chew um, In the, in with regards to the creative piece. Um, the last thing you want to do is to fill your own individual writing, your piece, with so, so much information that you can't finish it, that you can't um, put it into the framework of what your creative style is. Um, For example, a student might get into uh, the sack and be writing on, let's talk about a Disney film just for example. They might be writing on the story of, um, let's go with Aladdin, and they might be writing a creative piece on, say, what happens uh, at the kind of like the next chapter of what happens after Aladdin wishes for the genie to be freed. Maybe the student decides that it, this new chapter um, will outline kind of what the genie does after he's freed and he might go on a holiday, for example. And maybe the student says, well, this genie, the genie's going to meet a handful of new characters. If the student doesn't control themselves um, and align um, or plan, plan for the length and duration of this, this piece, the student might accidentally kind of go a bit overboard and include um, maybe 10 to 12 new characters. And in that, the student's going to have to write on all of these characters um, and the interactions that they have with meeting the genie. I know this is a very, very basic um, example, but bear with me. So what what that means is that the genie and the genie's, um, you know, Actions and behaviors, and his in his um, life after the story Aladdin, um, is something that the student has to detail and may not be able to finish or write all of that and and provide all of that information in say seventy five minutes, which is as long as the period that the student has to write the the sack in. So you need to be aware that there has to be some boundaries and limits to this creative piece in the form of length, in the form of events that happen within your piece and in the form of time. So don't try to write too much and don't try to write in the way that is not natural to you. Um I've had I've had students um, I've had them, but I've also known students when I was in year 12 who we we did Shakespeare um, Shakespearean play for year 12 it's one of our texts I think it was in uh, yeah standard English, but I did English and literature. Um, and this student decided they wanted to to do their creative piece on uh, like on a chapter uh, an additional chapter for the, uh, for the play, it was Romeo and Juliet. Um, there was no way that this student could replicate the writing style of Shakespeare. Nobody can speak. I mean, I'm I'm sure people can speak in that way, but no, none of the students in my year level were um, experienced enough to be able to speak in that old Shakespearean la- uh, style, I guess. And so their chapter didn't fit with what they were, what, what the original text was. Um, if you don't feel comfortable writing like an author, don't so, like the author of the text, don't select a creative style that forces you to write like the author. So do not select a, um, an additional chapter creative piece you have to replicate the author's writing style. Uh, For me, I I was never confident with um, replicating the writing style of the author, so I chose – I always, always chose my creatives either journals um, or I chose – personal monologues were pretty good. Um, I would even choose, uh, like, external characters. Um, So, say, for example, I might write on – Say in the text, uh, let's talk about let's talk about rear window because this is a very common text across both uh, both regions. Rear window, um, I might talk about. Let's say the main character Jeff is having a um, discussion with Lisa in his apartment, and I might talk about I might write based on one of the neighbors who were looking in. So we don't actually have it. We don't actually know their voice because they never speak. They never have a voice through the text. Um, But I'm going to give them a voice, and I can choose how I want to frame that. Hopefully that makes sense. Make sure when you're writing your creative piece that you align the themes to the original text. So. The most, most important thing, as I said before, is that you have to make sure that you um, demonstrate your understanding of the author's application of themes. And to do that, you have to be able to re- replicate that application of themes or replicate that the themes that you um, try to um, embed into your creative piece. So... Make sure that you do align it to the themes. It's not, you're not going to get good marks unless you actually make your piece uh, reflect the original. Um, And be creative. Um, Don't, I know there are a lot of parameters and boundaries with this, um, as there are with all essay writing um, or all pieces, uh, pieces in English that you have to write, Um, but be creative, don't get too hung up. Um, the best pieces are the pieces that are very expressive, that are very um, unique and individual to the student's style. Um, and the best pieces are the ones that connect to the texts, that use the, uh, use the same or similar characters, that use similar or the same settings or scenarios, that can be derived from events and situations within that original text. Okay, I think I've spoken for long enough. Um, advice from this point out, uh, this point out, plan, plan your piece, plan your creative, write a draft, send it to me if you'd like. I'm here to um, have a listen to anything or have a read of anything Um but plan it for sure. Plan how you're going to start. Plan how you're going to, um, what the middle part is and plan how you're going to finish it. Plan where it's going to go, uh, where it's going to sit in the context of the original text. Um, Plan, plan, plan. It's really, really important. Um, Read it to your family, read it to your friends, um, but send it to me. (laughs) Send it to me as well. Um, And I'll get you some feedback within 48 hours um, as promised through the program, 48-hour return feedback policy. Okay. Happy writing. Good luck. Um, If you have any questions, please, please um, shoot me a message on Microsoft Teams. Um, I've been on all day. I'm annoying everybody with my messages. So jump on and definitely utilise that. Um, And until the next podcast, I will catch you guys later. Have a really nice evening. Don't study too hard. Um, And, yeah, I'll chat to you guys soon. All right, bye.